Oh my god. <laughs> and we're live. That this for is Mike. since Mike isn't here. Yes, this is uh, episode four, chapter twenty of the Mandalorian. This Ayo. is the Foundling. So you'll find out why here in just a bit. But I'm your host, Luca, with me, my best friend AJ. Um, yes, my brother Mike is uh, suspiciously absent. Uh, but that's okay. Quite He's dead to us. Something about going to a clinic, some sort of like test he needed to have done. He was worried about something, <laughs> some some women he was with. I just we're, we're we're praying for you, buddy. Reminds me of that Conan bit when Andy was hosting. And he's like, uh, Andy listens in on Conan's phone call and he's like you gotta help me doctor they've actually been blue for six weeks <laughs> that's the quote <laughs> and Andy in disgust slams the phone down like I didn't want to know this about Andy Richter that is I didn't want to know this about Conan but anyway uh, we just finished re-watching the episode I think you've watched the whole series right I am now through you, the whole you've series seen every episode okay I, I've got a real critique of the whole this whole well, I'm, well, this whole season, right? I've watched this whole season. I've got, I got a real critique about this season. Today's the 23rd. I think the episode premiered, what, Wednesday, right? The 19th? Uh, this episode? Or I think the season finale was the 19th. Yeah, Sorry. the season finale was the 19th. Okay, so yeah, so the show is over at this point. Yeah. But anyway, short. here's... It was a short one. Yeah, so since you were here, you weren't here last week. It was just me, um, my brother, and then uh, my the equivalent of you, but on my brother's side, Don. his best friend, Don. Yeah. Yeah. That episode is live now for all our listeners out there. Um, <laughs> but anyway, keep pretending. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> be a disaster before you can be a master. It's, it's in the book. It's in this book I read. Yes. Yes. But anyway, uh, so that episode is out. Um, something's fucked up with the video, but whatever. Um, crank it out. Content is king. Also in the book. Um, <laughs> so uh, that was an episode that you had some thoughts on. So since that, you weren't here, why don't you give us your brief kind of summary of what you thought of um, the previous episode, Chapter 19, The Convert. Episode 3, The Convert, was the only episode in this entire the entire series mm -hmm. for Mandalorian, well, you know, all seasons that I have some real problems with. Sure. Right. Like there's there's filler episodes in any show, but this was the most filler of boring fucking garbage ep episode I've ever watched. And I've, I was angry the entire time I was watching it. Right. <laughs> so we take what is essentially a more or less insignificant to the entire story and, mm. and completely character who was this pissant little whiny bitch scientist who was important in the moment of like, oh, he's not really a bad guy. He likes Grogu. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. season one, like, oh, OK. All right. Now, just as easily forgettable. He's gone now. Character. And then we dedicate a whole, like, what was it, a 48-minute episode? Like, a whole fucking near-hour episode. Like, yeah. this episode, the finally, we just watched was, what, 27 minutes long, I think we said? Yeah, yeah. So, around 30 minutes, right? That one was a whole-ass fucking episode, mm -hmm. which is a brief interludes in the beginning there with, what was it, Bo-Katan and... Din Djarin before it completely just jumped into being about that. I, I can't even remember. I'm I'm so angry about it, but I still the can't remember The whole episode was about Mandalorians the, the whole time, this episode. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, this one. I mean, the, I mean episode three. Uh, I can't even remember the scientist's name. But like, it, even being... Dr. So, Penn Pershing. Sure. Yes, Pershing. Uh, uh, like, 
being so angry through the whole thing, I still forget his name because he's so just forgettable, right? <laughs> yes. Like we spent an saying? entire episode with him starting off talking to the Senate, and yeah, it's given some parallels to like you know this is mm-hmm. showing where yeah, the 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 fall of the new republic and the new like I, I get seeing parallels between the empire. You could have done that in fifteen minutes, not forty plus. Actually, I don't think it's in the the Senate building. I think it's in the theater where whatever um, he's oh, talking where to Anakin this. and. Whatever. Emperor right. Palpatine were, you know, they same difference. Meet and have their little tomato, tomato. Same difference. He's talking to some senators. Mm-hmm. He's giving some sort of presentation to what are governmental officials, right? Right, right. So whatever. Um, and then him wanting to still do his his research and cloning because it's mm-hmm, important mm-hmm. to him. And then you seeing obvious bad guy who's like, no, oh, let's let's go get you do you some stuff and get you a lab over and uh, nobody's over here in the sure, scrapyard, sure. like. And the obvious bad guy. I mean, fucking clear as day. All for the the end note of just getting to watch him on a mind flare have like the opposite of the empire, like he's having an orgasm or whatever <laughs> mind flare version. And she's like cranking it up to 10 as if it's going to be like mm-hmm. extra orgasm for him. Just the whole thing was such an incredible waste of infuriating fucking time. Like you've got... Everything you, you could tell about Bo-Katan and right. continuing the story of the Mandalorians, as well as where you've got uh, Din Djarin injected into that story with, with the development of Grogu as well. Mm-hmm. You've got all of that to work with, and you spend a whole fucking episode on a character nobody gives two shits about, just so you could show that this one chick is a bad guy and where she has a, some minor involvement later on in the fucking series. It's so... Infuriating. There's no a through fan line. wanted this. There's a no through line. Fan wanted this. Well, uh, like I mentioned to you, uh, today is before... brought to you by Celsius Energy. No, drinks. no, do not say that. <laughs> Stop saying that we have sponsors we, we, that we, we do have, not. <laughs> we haven't praised our our patron saint Elton yet today. <laughs> today is brought to you by Elton John, as all days are brought to us by Elton John. I was going to say you should name your child uh, Elton Hercules Johnson. Um, <laughs> In honor of our patron saint, Elton John. Which, I should, I could, and I, I just might. Again, we've got our, I picked these up from my parents' place. I don't know. Again, for those of us, for the loyal fans that are still watching in <laughs> Tibet, Taiwan, China, Indonesia, you know, our entire Asian and uh, European. Bot farms. <laughs> yes, yes. Or as, as my brother says, he's like, you paid for some bots to listen to the podcast in another country. Woohoo, big guy. Now there are five subscribers. Why does he just sound like the construction worker from Futurama? What do I look like? A guy who's not lazy? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. The construction worker in that show is great. I'm sorry. (laughs) I had no ideas. (laughs) Um, He always adds an S to everything. Um, But anyway, I picked these up from my parents' place. I got these, I don't know, however many years ago. Nobody realizes there's multiple because there's literally just one in front of them. There's another one over in the corner. Right, yeah. And I brought it in the house because Sydney got me like a birthday present for another movie poster for or a TV poster for a TV show I really like that has some cool colors on it. So I really just bought these for the frames because I want to pop out the frames. But then AJ... In his infinite wisdom, is like, no, you need to put them up now. And I'm like, well, you're so fucking lazy. Like, it takes uh, a, a less than a minute to hang something up and have it be level. Okay, and you're assuming that I have the hardware to do this. You don't have um, a hammer and, na- and, and some no, nails. No, you I don't literally have, don't have any tools. These in this house? walls do not belong to me. So I, so why would I have nails what? lying around? So fucking what? You you don't ever hang anything. You just have bare bare walls in your entire home. You don't have I, anything ever hanging up. It's, it's That's correct. 
Correct. sterile fucking environment I could think of. Like, that's not a home. Yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. That's a cell. It's not my property, so I'm not going to fuck up the walls. So You're allowed to, to hang them. shit up, buddy. I know I can, it's, it's which, but I'm not going to use a hammer and too. nails. Anyway, we're getting off topic here oh um, God, because this isn't important. Infuriating. But yes, we've got an this Empire Strikes Back This is what I knew this whole episode was going to be, us movie arguing. Poster. And me wanting to fucking throttle you. Empire Strikes Back movie poster. It's a pretty um, cool poster. And, uh, what yeah. was the other one? I already forgot. The other one was for... Uh, sorry, let me turn this down. The other one was for episode one. Episode um, one? Okay. But yeah, this one's cool. Episode one? I, I'm sorry. Uh, episode four. Okay. It was for A New Hope. Um, and I'm not sure where this design came from because... Uh, like it's a classic looking design. I like it. It's cool, but I think it's a little bit more like special edition, modern looking versus the um, like if you see the movie like Empire Strikes Back, I'm thinking of like the DVD cover of it or I'm thinking of like one movie poster I might have where it's just like half of a stormtrooper's face and then it's mm -hmm. or helmet and then it says Empire Strikes Back and that's it. That's all that's on the cover. So it's really kind of uh, it's really kind of Spartan looking, um, okay. but cool looking nonetheless. I'll, I'll tweet. Here's, here's what I'll do. I'll tweet out a picture of it, which, Nobody's uh, gonna find. kind of makes me wonder. It's like, we have a Twitter uh, or we have a Twitter account for this podcast, mostly because Why? the podcast host anchor or now Spotify podcast is like, Hey, do you want to tweet this out? But then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, do I even use Twitter? Like in my personal life, nobody the answers, uses Twitter. The answer is no, there's tons of people that use Twitter. No, they don't. But, I'm like, I'm constantly on Reddit and uh, um, I'm, I use Reddit and then I use uh, Discord. So I'm like, Same. so I'm like, why don't I just create a Reddit page instead? And I see mean, if we get more traction that way. I and, don't expect there to be any traction, but that makes more sense to me than Twitter. Right. Like, because if, if there's anything on Twitter to me, it's all like political stuff and political sure. posts and shit like that. Like that's the predominant thing on mm -hmm. to me. Twitter is some sort of like corporate outlet or, or news, uh, you know, established media or whatever kind of like outlet. That's right. about it. Right. Right. But anyway, so Twitter's dying. I think uh, for, for better or for worse, it's lost it's, what, it's, 20 billion already off the, what it was uh, when Elon bought it. I, some shit I like guess. That. Last I don't I heard, know. But anyway, so that's why I'm like, hmm, I'm doing all this. It's it doesn't it's not difficult for me to post to Twitter, but I'm like, ugh, now I'm adding the extra step of having to create a Discord server. I don't know what that's all what, what that's gonna easy. be like. I'm, I've, and I've, then Reddit I, as I well. I manage several servers for the games that I play. It's super easy. You manage several servers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've got Nerd. all sorts of bots and shit like that in there for like doing <laughs> polls and stuff like that. Yeah, dude, it's super easy. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Uh my uh, mini disc Discord server. Well, it's not my mini disc Discord <laughs> server, but shout out to the mini disc wiki oh and uh, the mini disc, the mini disc Discord um, <laughs> server. Where For I'm all those people still using that, you know, 1997 technology, is it? Yeah. 1993. 1993 technology, technology mini discs. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nothing gets my dick harder. Um, they. I am a contributor to the wiki now because I photographed some of my units and with your dick just slightly in frame. <laughs> Doesn't fit in the slot where the disc goes. How am I supposed to fuck this? <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're about. Anywho, um, so about this uh, Star Wars podcast that yeah, we're currently so recording right now. Yeah, so episode three just really upset me because it was a super. I mean, 
Even this episode wow, was, was a filler episode. that's not privilege if I've ever heard it. Episode three of a TV show upset me. It was super upsetting because <laughs> it, they've done such a great job in season one oh, and season geez. two. Fuck you. And, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hater. And I don't mind. So you've given your piece on it. A filler. I don't mind this. Like this episode, episode four, was even kind of a filler episode, you could argue. But the last one was just the most egregious, angering garbage of mm-hmm, a fucking episode. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was fucking watching stupid ass uh, little Leia again, like just scenes that yeah. just infuriate me the whole goddamn time I'm watching it. Yeah. Because I yeah. really, I really enjoy this, this, this series. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy it a lot. So when you've got something that's just like a, a, a stark left turn into just shit, that's not like how I feel any other episode has been in the entire series, mm-hmm. in any other season, it's infuriating. Because it, it they don't it doesn't need to be. You okay, still got John okay. Favreau writing it. I just don't understand. I feel like they don't have the, the same direction they had in season one and season two. I feel like some of their direction is just kind of scattered. They don't have the same purpose. Yeah. You've said your piece on it. But anyway. So let me do another ten minutes about <laughs> So um in the previous episode, again at the end, because you have the like forty percent of the episode is cut out and there's the first twenty percent is the Mandalorians where um Din Djarin and Bo-Katan are fighting after he's rescued her. Yeah. You have the TIE fighters that fly in. The stuff people actually want to they, see. Yeah, I mean, it was really well shot and yeah. animated, so shout out to the VFX team for that, because um, it looked amazing. Um, and yeah, the Empire was coming, or sorry, that's the wrong drop. Um, nope, that's the wrong drop, too. But uh, You're super excited at the beginning of the episode, because you see this, and then it cuts to fucking Pershing. Right, right. And then, yeah, so you have that 20% in the beginning, and then you have this this whole middle segment where it's just a... It completely takes a different left turn, which I liked. Um, Why? Because they took Why? the risk. Um, you just like them take... You're such a contrarian. But anyways, anyways, moving on, I've said, I've said my part about this, or said my piece about this, and then the last 20% is where they cut back to the Mandalorians, and she's like, hey... You're legit now, the the armorer, which for whatever reason, they still haven't given her a name. They're just calling her the armorer. And everyone's like, she's like a secret her. something. And it's like, well, that okay. is, I thought, like literally her name. Like that's her title. Is she's the armorer and yeah. like, like a shaman. You know, I mean, armor and weapons are part of their religion, right? Like she is the, right, sh- right. and I think I said that before, she's like a shaman. So that having that title, I would say is equivalent to being called like the spiritual leader, the shaman, right? And that's like, uh, something, that's a callback to the book of Boba Fett where he's like trying to board public transit, you know, from wherever he was, wherever the Mandalorians were hiding out in the previous, uh, or in Boba Fett yeah. in between. And uh, he's like, he's like, they're like, you have to put away your guns. And he's like, but I'm a Mandalorian. My weaponry is part of my religion. And I'm a warrior, you know, uh, monk, I guess you could say. Warriors, um, come yeah. out and play it. Actually, the Jedi are the warrior monks, but these guys are just warriors. Um, but it's also their religion somehow. But they don't have force powers. Mm, interesting. Why do they have to have force powers in order to have like a, a combat war, you know, warrior style kind of... They don't. Culture. They don't. Um, but yeah, monk isn't the right term then. Yeah, I wouldn't say monk either. Just warrior guys. Um, where am I going with this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they show him being disarmed and putting all his 
all his weapons inside this crate and then boarding public public transit. And, and this is after he says, religious exemption, religious <laughs> exemption. That's like, I don't our, need my vaccines. I get to carry my gun. <laughs> Ari Shafir um, has a bit about this where he's walking through an airport and uh, he's like trying not to take his shoes <laughs> off. And uh, he's me. just shouting at the TSA, like medical condition, medical condition. <laughs> and this. yeah, yeah. They're just like, fine, whatever, you know, until finally someone stops him. And he's, they're like, what? Medical condition? And he's like, yeah, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Medical condition. I'm not taking my shoes off. Um, and the, <laughs> anybody he travels with, he's like, I'll see you in 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Because getting through the. Because he's a garbage security. person. He is such a garbage <laughs> person. He is such. Tra- I, I despise him as a human being and I've never met him. Just seeing it. Ari Shafir is the best. Great he's, comedy. Uh, Saw him live. Me and Sydney. But anyway. Dumpster fire of a person. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's a great bit about it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that aside, he gets through security. This is something that happens in Boba Fett, but yeah, here we are, we're back. She's, she's redeemed now. So in their eyes, uh, the covert, these, uh, fanatics. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, have you taken off your, she's like, have you taken off your helmet since? And she's like, no. She's like, okay, well, congratulations. You bathed in the waters too. So guess what? You're one of us now. And she's like, okay. She wants to be. And she really doesn't have anywhere else to go at this point in the story. So she's like, oh, cool. And when when this one starts off, we start off with everybody from uh, the the enclave, the covert, whatever. Enclave's a good word, yeah. Being being outside on that giant fucking lake that's Mm -hmm. got the crocodiles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Right? And they're... They didn't learn their lesson. Yeah. What I thought was funny is it's just a bunch of just blindly shooting at the wall. There's no, like, target practice. It's just fire your guns randomly. (laughs) I don't know what training that is. But anyways, uh, you've got the foundlings and um, the apprentices. They're they're training. They're practicing melee combat. Yeah. Um, Hand-to-hand, stuff like that. There's there's training going on. And and Boba uh, Boba Fett. Din Bo-Katan is walking through, and she's observing this she's seeing them training mm-hmm. and i'm sure it's supposed to be like give the impression of she's like i'm seeing them train like how mandalorians trained when i was on mandalore before the, right, the, the right. fall of it like getting that uh insight into their culture and how they are you know so that that was kind of cool like her just observing them yeah and then that's where um din Djarin's like all right he's like i want my foundling here grogu to train yeah and it's like huh and right. this, this kid do? might be only four feet tall or three feet tall, but uh, he's still triple the size, you yeah. know, in height and probably quintuple the weight that yeah. Grogu is. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he's like, no, 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 he's ready. He's 50 Ragnar. years old. Yeah, yeah. Which we later find out, yeah, this character's name is Ragnar. And it's like, okay, interesting. Where are they going with this? But um, he's like, no, fight. Give him a dart that's, you know, a human dart that they strap to his wrist. Ragnar chooses. Um, he chooses, let's do some dart. Which, who who the fuck is like 10 times the size of their, their partner? And they're like, you know what? We're going to do this thing that's even. Darts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, no, hand to hand. And I'm going to just fucking put my foot on him and squish him into the ground. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. Why? I mean, why wouldn't he just step forward and kick him? Yeah, just exactly punt him? Like, like, kick right. the baby. Fucking South Park style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I thought, too. I was like, we're doing darts? Really? Like, uh, anything hand to hand. Aren't you going to dominate him? You don't know what, this, what Grogu can do. So that's what I would have thought. Right, right. So, um, and they're like, and then they make the line. Uh, so what is it? Grogu versus Paz Vizsla's son. And he's like, yeah, how is he going to go from a foundling to an apprentice? Uh, these are, I'm just looking at my notes here. And then the, um, the, the kid, the challenger is like, uh, he doesn't even speak. And then um, uh, what's his name? 
Uh, Din Djarin's like, uh, well, perhaps this lesson's for you. He's like, one doesn't speak unless one knows, in quotes. Yeah. And uh, this is after the fight when uh, Grogu, if there was any surprise, uh, wins the fight. Um, because they, of his... they like to make it seem like he's not gonna write like that little like yeah because suspense. he gets yeah they're like you get three shots you could shoot in any order um those were the rules and uh you know go i for don't it. understand why this kid just didn't unload in the first three shots the way that grogu wins it uh, is he unloads in the first three <laughs> shots <laughs> right like I, that didn't but, make any sense yeah, to me either. obviously there wouldn't have been any suspense exactly if they did it that exactly. way it's just this just this episode was a little weird but what's cool after this is um uh, you know, that kid gets kidnapped, of course, because if it's not a fucking giant alligator just eating them out of the watering hole. Um, they pick now, some really suddenly, unsafe places to live. Yeah, yeah, they're not safe. God only knows what's in the cave, the, you know, some yeah, sort of rock worm yeah. that's going to slither up and, you know, gobble them up from that direction. Sort of anus acid that it's going to fire off that it digs with. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's going to so, be something. So, so they're not safe in front of that hole, but yet there they are shooting it. At least they're shooting into the water, agitating it, so that way... And I guess... I Attracting the next gigantic crocodile that they can't defend against as yeah. they're all training right outside of there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, and I said this before, I guess like, you know, it's it's meant to be reminiscent or feel like the hostile, harsh training uh, you would maybe have on Mandalore because mm-hmm. Mandalore was that way too, right? It had giant, you know, it had the mythosaur, right? Like it sure, had all sure. these giant yeah, dangerous some, creatures. There's on some it. dangerous stuff out there. Yeah. So like I, I get it. It's supposed to be kind of like what that that home world is. What is cool in this episode is that um after that kid gets kidnapped and they're like What does he get kidnapped by? Come on. Um it's uh some sort of vulture thing. Vulture um, pterodactyl thing. Vulture yeah, pterodactyl some thing. Sort of giant fucking Yeah, so that thing swoops in and of course uh picks up this I mean this it's massive. Kid. It's the size of a building and all of a sudden it just like whoop right over a fucking like yeah. a low cliff right it's not even a big mountain it's just a tiny little cliff and just swoops in and snatches yeah. his ass like, so of course they fly away to to catch it and then grogu's left behind with the armorer and the armorers you know busy making armor for him for some reason yeah which, um yeah. why he deserved this i don't under i don't remember why Bo-Katan, maybe because he won the match bokatan dinjar and and then paz vizsla, paz vizsla are, the are, are all like all right we're gonna go get uh, Ragnar, mm-hmm. and as that's progressing, is where uh, the armor is like Grogu. Much to learn you have. <laughs> With me, you will come for armor, and and brings him into the cave, and and this is where like the 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 part that I really liked actually about the episode, even though it's it, it does feel like a filler episode, mm-hmm. is you get to see some of the background of Grogu. You get right. to see him getting what happened w- with him escaping the Jedi Temple at the you know the fall of the Jedi. So that was, so- that was actually really cool. So yeah, I think is this the first flashback of this or it's is this not the, the first flashback. I think it's the second flashback, but this was the longest, uh, most detailing. Because yeah. they showed like, you know, blasters and uh uh, uh if I remember correctly, stormtroopers firing at some Jedi. Clone troopers. Uh, yeah. yeah, clone troopers firing at some Jedi. Uh in pr- previous seasons, like a short flashback, if I remember correctly. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong on that, but I, I could have swore. Uh, well, remember or, in the opening of Obi Wan, it starts with clone with them the younglings training with a a Jedi and then all of a sudden the door opens and then, you know, troopers come in and start blasting and then she's, you know, deflecting. She's like, stay behind me, stay behind me. And then that's where, um, what's her face? Um, I can't even remember her name at this point. Ahsoka. No, not Ahsoka. Um, it's the, she was the inquisitor. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's so fucking forgettable. Anywho, um, yeah. So you get to see that that, yeah. that, that whole thing was pretty cool. I, it, that was... Again, live action clone troopers, which uh, I think uh, in Obi-Wan, that was the first time ever that the clone troopers, you know, physical people there wearing clone trooper armor Not just were CG? on set. Yeah, and they're, they weren't CG like they were in all previous seasons. Uh, or I'm sorry, not previous seasons and all previous, previous media. Yeah. yeah. So really, really cool to see that again, because you get to hear the clanking of their armor moving around. And I mean, um, as usual, they're like 15 feet away from something and they're just like, boom, miss, 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 <laughs> miss, miss. Yes. Yes. As, uh, as is, uh, you know, the standard for so shot in a mist. clone trooper blasting. I shot in a mist. But yeah, for whatever reason, four Jedi can't take out, I don't know, a dozen, uh, a dozen troopers, but whatever their blaster shots are precise <laughs> enough. But so we see, so this is 20 years ago now because epi- episode one is, you know, 30 years before battle of, uh, Yavin. Then 10 years later is when episode two takes place. That's when the clone wars start. And then I think episode three is another, I don't know, maybe is it 10 years or five years or I don't know. The timeline is starting to get a little convoluted. Like how much time after, Episode two, does episode three take well, place? Episode, ep, it's episode three to what is after episode uh, six, because that's the fall of the Empire, and this is after the fall of the Empire. Right, so I'm trying to calculate how much time has passed, because that was at least... Um, and this is in between episode seven. Yeah, because then it's another, you know... 10 years i don't know i'll have to i'll have to look at the chronology tweet it out <laughs> tweet it out or consult the wikipedia because that's what go. my brother did um i think i mentioned that in the last blog post where he uh or show notes where my brother was actually useful this time and sent me a link <laughs> to something he saw useful. on the again wikipedia. we're praying for you mike we hope those those blood tests come back okay <laughs> we hope you're all right buddy um but yeah, so it was really cool to see the the raid of the uh, troopers on the Jedi Temple. Um, it would be interesting if they flash back and show Anakin, you know, slicing people up. But I, don't I honestly think they're going to do that. That's what they were going to do when I first watched this episode, I thought they mm-hmm. were going to do. That. I was hoping for it, right? Because that would have been really cool. But it also would have been kind of difficult. The idea of like this. Yeah, he Grogu got away from that. Like I don't know. So yeah, Grogu. They get him into an elevator. All the four Jedi that are protecting him get killed. One of them gets shot at the last second in the elevator as he goes up, and then another Jedi shows up and grabs the lightsaber off the ground and starts dual wielding two lightsabers, which is a badass poor, a to poor, see. A poor man, Sam Jackson shows up. Um, yeah, they don't say who he is, but then of course some speeders show up. More clone troopers fly in, and um, you know start start blasting him but apparently just having if only jet all jedi dual wielded lightsabers suddenly they'd be so much more adept at uh, deflecting blaster shots. not that it mattered because they weren't hitting shit to begin with other than those four jedi at the beginning yeah I mean, they were hitting shit <laughs> so when he fi- when he does he does a little tunnel race uh you know chicken yeah with he- uh, a, a, a clone trooper uh transport right and it he, you know, is able to swerve off the subway system just in time, right? Right, right. Pretty That's, sloppy that uh, the clone troops didn't have like air superiority over the Jedi Temple, for you know, like monitoring, not, right? Well, I mean, the order does get called in, and then it's it all starts. So it's not like they were prepping for it, right? It's just execute Order sixty six, and then it well, happens. then you it's see them like, s- prepare for Order sixty six. Well, in then you three see days. them slowly like, march up the uh, the Jedi Temple with Anakin leading them up. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, they weren't necessarily prepared. Like, they were ready to do it on an instant of being ordered, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like they're, like, prepare for it. Well, if you, so march, whatever. if you march the troopers in, you also have to have air coverage for the troops on That's the ground. That's true. That's true. Where did all that air coverage go? That's true. All right, I'll give you that. But, but the, then, the whole Jedi temple's on fire when, he, when he's getting away, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So clearly, this is, you know, a couple... I don't know how long they could all already have dispersed in a large sum to track down others that have gotten away. Right. I mean, there's some believability there that's that they don't necessarily not have air superiority, but maybe they're chasing down other people at that moment. And he's sure. sure. That's why he's happy to sort of get away. But when he gets out of the subway and he lands on a platform where is a, uh, a ship and some loyalist soldiers. Right, which, uh, very specific uh, call out here, that's a Nubian, you know, transport. So those are okay. those guys are from Naboo. So they're N- Naboo gotcha. or N- Nubian um, security guards, and that is a Naboo space cruiser. Or, okay. you know, uh, it's clearly a royal uh, ship. It's the same ship that... Uh, uh, Prince, or not Princess, the Queen Amidala or Senator Amidala. Yeah. It's the same one that she uses. Um, I thought it looked familiar. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's got a couple different models, but it's the same one that I think she flies into, uh, not Utapau, uh, the other one, uh, the volcanic planet, uh, oh, Mustafar. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know, because she's got a couple different models. She's got the one that's like a flying V or a flying wing, like a B2 bomber. Yeah. And then she's got some that are just kind of straight and narrow. Um, I'm drawing a blank here. They're all super shiny, though. Yeah, they all have that super, you know, polished metallic finish to them. Yeah. Which, uh, it looks like the bean, like here in Chicago. Yes, Millennium it does. Park. It looks like that. You're right. It does. It's super reflective. But, yes, yes. But, but anyway. before they take off, when when uh, you know nameless Jedi lands uh, and, and to get Grogu uh, away, mm-hmm. that that storm or that clone trooper transport lands, and there's like for, for real, there's maybe 20 feet between them and these uh, N- Naboo loyalist guards, and yeah. everybody's missing. Like it's like <laughs> fucking 15 clone troopers. Yes, and yes. they're missing like crazy. Like this is the start of the stormtrooper aim. Mm-hmm. I feel is that that was something that just like, I don't know. I always thought that the the clone troopers it was cool how they didn't just suck ass like stormtroopers. Sure. In the previous media, and in this it was just like all right, we're calling back to that nobody can hit anything, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't know. That just always pisses me off. But cool to see. Um, it was a, a little it was. again. They're uh, seeing that background. They're opsec, uh, not not the best because now they're shooting in a trillion population city while they're flying around trying to gun down a speeder bike. Yeah, which um, I don't know if uh, I was the officer in charge, uh, I'd have those clones uh, retired. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 becoming. I don't know the what em- they call them. It's the becoming of the empire. No, the yeah, they're yeah. gonna get fucking you know pretty sloppy that they didn't have that lockdown. But whatever. Um, True, especially so, especially like even out uh, of the atmosphere having that locked down already. Yeah, I, I would have so, thought you know like a bunch of fucking star destroyers or something. Again, out there, right? why they're why they're letting Grogu get picked up by people from Naboo Nubians. Um, or Nabooleans. No, it's Nubians. It's um, Nabooleans. Why, why they're... So, again, they're they're bringing back a planet that we've already had a whole movie showing what the ecosystem is like. We've seen the underwater of the planet. We've seen the overland with the battle in the fields. Um, 
in episode two, they showed the Why same fucking planet Why is everything again. so centric around anything? Uh, Tatooine um, comes up all the fucking time. Yeah, right. Again. Like, there's a lot of that that happens. I'm okay with that. That's that lends itself to being like this was already at its core this loyalist uh, planet. So it makes sense that those would be people who would be supporting the Jedi when all of this is going on. So it sure, makes it sure. believable. I, I was okay with that. I guess. But uh, the armorer, then we cut back to, you know, the whole time the armorer is hammering something together. And then you find out she's actually giving him uh, like this huge medallion sized yeah. round disc. And I'm like, is that a shield for him? Like, what it's, is uh, it, It's his chest. It's just a giant circular chess piece thing. It made me immediately think of uh, Praise the Sun. I was just like, <laughs> ah! Oh, getting a sunlight medal? Yes, um, like it just looked like one of those to me. It just hanging from Grogu's chest like fucking Flava Flav's This thing is probably clock. a third of his weight. That's exactly um, it. Unless, you know, in-universe, Beskar steel is probably something that's light as a feather, but, you know, as you know, tougher, ten times tougher than Dura steel in-universe. I, I hope so, because this is a big fucking thing. So, it's it's a Flava Flav a clock hanging around his fucking neck. And just attached to his little, like, you know, it makes me think of Lord of the Rings mithril. Uh, yeah, so he's got that already. Yeah, yeah. he's got the chainmail underneath. Yeah. Um, and now he's got this gigantic plate that's uh, his on new his new bling, chest. his new swag, his new drip. Um, which, okay, cool. But uh, I and don't it, know. It, it doesn't come back up. This it's... isn't a spoiler, but it doesn't come back up again at all, ever, for the rest of the season. Uh... I thought it would have some, some sort of purpose other than being this like cool little thing that gets clipped to him. But yeah, and then I think shortly thereafter this, we find out that uh, Ragnar is the name of the kid that was uh, swooped yeah. up by this fucking... Paz Vizla's son. <laughs> yeah, Paz Vizla, which they, they mention again. And the Vizla name... Again, shout out to Ryan Erie at uh, Screen Crush Media for, because I think he posted a video um, called like a thousand a thousand years of Mandalore history in like ten he's minutes or something the genealogy like that. Of it. Yeah, he's just telling he's like, okay, here's why the dark is important. Here's why the name Vizsla is important. Um, here we cut to you know the Clone Wars series where you see this Vizsla character, yeah, you know betraying the um, the the Night Owls or something like that. It's if you've never seen Clone Wars, which I haven't, I'm like, oh, okay, this helps fill in some gaps here. With you should watch it. I really should. I think, uh, yeah, I saw I'm caught up on Boba Fett. I finally watched that, which we will have to rewatch again um, at some point. I don't know. We'll I just want to talk about the sand people because the way that they the way that they make you sympathetic to sand people was such. And their costumes cool, were cool. Yeah. Too. They, they, they took a, a, a race of people that I could give a shit about. Right. Mm-hmm. And made me emotionally connected to them and, and, and care about their their people. That was so cool. That was one of the coolest things to me that or I thought the writing was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we have this uh, scene now where, uh, so Bo-Katan flies off to track the the lizard vulture, and yes. uh, she flies back. She's like, okay, I know where it is, but we can't approach, and, you know, uh, the armorer is like, okay, well, you should lead a mission, you know, to to go out there and rescue everybody. Yep. And you could see she's being given these privileges. Uh, she's like, well, you tracked its location, so you're going to lead the hunting party to go yeah. find this thing. And she's like, yeah, we'll fly, we'll get close, we'll hike the rest of the way, then um, we'll, uh, we can't use our jetpack, jetpacks because we're going to scare it off. So now we're going to use our, um, our, our grapple grappling cable, hooks. grappling yeah. hooks, yeah. Apparently um, any noise just means that this pterodactyl is just going to instantly kill any food. Uh, that's, that's, it, doesn't, it doesn't quite make sense. But, but they, they, they mention, uh, after they chase after it with their jetpacks, um, 
which run out of fuel for some reason. Yes, which another is plot hole. Uh, yeah, this we'll we'll mention it later um, when it comes up, and we'll have to make a note. This chase scene had to be had to have been a jump cut of like they were chasing it for thirty minutes for other stuff later on in the show to make any fucking sense. Yeah, so the guy runs out of fuel and has to stop, and he's like, "It always gets away," and it's like, "Huh? Always?" And then. Yeah. Bo Katan having any, really? having any brains that she does or having the brains that she does are proving that she's going to be, you know, important to the yeah. Mandalorians if this uh capable extremist leader. covert can't uh, you know, handle she gets in a ship, you right. know, that has enough fuel for interstellar travel to chase down this thing and go like, "Oh yeah, there's its location or there's where the nest is." Yeah. Um and then, you know, leads the hunting party. And there's the whole scene where they're making camp at the base and they're like, okay, well, since you're the in charge of the hunting party, you get to take your helmet off and you get to eat by yourself with your helmet off and everybody else has to go. Yeah. Yeah. um, Water off the honor given to you. Right. Right. As the hunting party. Um, And then of course, obviously they, you know, work their way up to the top of the, um, this Mesa. It goes really quick. It's just an action scene. Really? The the whole thing is just what, like 10, 15 minutes of action. Really? That's all. That's all. uh, They scale up the, the, the cliff, they get to Mm -hmm. the, you know, the nest and there's three little babby, uh, pterodactyls and the mama shows up, regurgitates Ragnar (laughs) (laughs) and plops them down. And then it's a series of what's fun and entertaining to watch. Uh, between Bo-Katan, uh, 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 Paz Vizsla, and uh, Din Djarin mm-hmm. chasing after uh, uh, Bo-Katan's just like stabbing with her little blade into the pterodactyl so, and stuff. Like, yeah. this is a ser- it's a series of just essentially saving Ragnar. That's, it, that's really all there is to it. There's not much to describe. It's fun to watch, but it's just them, you know, chasing down the pterodactyl. So it was a cool scene at all, but it also brings up a problem having everybody wear helmets in this in, uh, in this show. Because I'm watching this, I'm watching this, and I'm like, yeah, cool shit's happening. This guy's flying over here. This guy's shooting his... You said uh, this before. Um, his cable. And uh, I can't tell what the fuck is going on anymore because See, I don't that doesn't know make who's, any sense who's to me. doing what. That doesn't make any sense um, to me. They're shooting... The, the um, dude with the giant fucking Gatling gun blaster on his back is pretty fucking recognizable. Mm-hmm. Din Djarin is the shiny one, and Bo-Katan is the obvious fucking one in blue being shown all the time. Everybody else's background character, just like everybody else's background character in any other scene where people don't have helmets. Mm-hmm. You don't give a shit about them. They don't matter. You can recognize, oh, it's just background characters. This idea that you can't see their faces and somehow that means that like I can't tell what's going at all the, astonishes me so when they show them flying with the bird um, or with the pterodactyl lizard whatever you want to call it um, I can't I don't know who's doing what but yeah they have you to can't cut tell to, when it's Din Djarin or Bo-Katan I cannot I've or, got bad that eyes. makes no sense but they to cut me. to They're everybody obvious. else and they show what each individual person is doing and I'm like okay thank goodness Carl Weathers who directed this episode um, shout out to Carl Weathers. Um, you'll always be, uh, Hello. yeah, yeah. You'll always be, uh, um, not Apollo Creed from the Rocky series. <laughs> you'll always be, um, from Predator, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's, um, buddy Dylan. Yes. That's who, that's who you are to me. Dylan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You son of a bitch. And then they have their, you know, um, yes, they're very eighties manly style, like uh, clenching of the fists. <laughs> and yes. then they just start arm wrestling yes. in the middle of the air. Yes. <laughs> it's very 1980s. And, our, and of course, uh, Arnold, you know, they just start arm wrestling. And then of course, uh, uh, Arnold starts slowly winning the arm wrestling match. And he's like, what's the matter? 
CIA got you pushing too many pencils. Yes. Um, the only way it could have been take more. Take it easy on yourself, Dutch. <laughs> the um, only way it could have like, been more like 80s manly is both of them were like saying whose yeah. dick deflated first. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I'll never forget our one friend Ivan had never seen that movie. And uh, of course, he was fully erect um, watching time. Arnold yeah. and, uh, you know, uh, Carl Weathers and uh, all the other great movie. macho men, you know, with their shirts off, pulling down a tree to make a catapult <laughs> <laughs> or a trap to catch the uh, the predator. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. You really think this Boy Scout bullshit's gonna work? So I, I really think that you just have an issue with being able to discern like colors and general shapes of people. If you couldn't tell who's who, I, I feel like that's a very you problem. So right. understandable that that's frustrating for you, but I, I want you to know that's I'm not trying to gaslight you. That is a you mm-hmm, problem. Mm-hmm. Everybody else can tell who's who. Din Djarin is the fucking shiny one in all Beskar armor. He's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm, Bo-Katan mm-hmm. is in the fucking blue, super obvious. And then uh, uh, Paz Vizsla also is, in blue is is the one with the giant fucking minigun on his fucking back. Mm-hmm, he's bigger mm-hmm. than everybody, and he's got a giant gun on him. It's impossible to not be able to tell them apart yeah so surprise surprise they rescue the kid yes um, they rescue ragnar and uh they you know they manage to down this uh this uh bird lizard and of course because it falls into the water and is flailing around of life. it gets eaten by yes. one of those uh gator turtles that uh attacked them the first yes. time around and it's like eh, all right um it's giant fucking crocodile that eats it, which, which is uh, like, honestly, what you expect the minute it hits the water, right? Is you expect that. I didn't think mm-hmm. that they would just show it like slowly drowning. That would have been a little dark. Sure, uh, sure. But for some reason, if it gets eaten by another Oh, never animal, mind stabbing it. Yeah. Um, but, but I uh, mean, if it gets... It drowning by itself, that's dark. I would argue that somebody would be like, God, Jesus Christ, you're just going to let it drown? That if, mm-hmm. if you see it getting eaten by the crocodile, you're like, yeah, it's a circle oh, of life. Except it's, yeah. <laughs> it's totally okay. Yes, yes. That's how I felt about it, at least. But yeah, uh, go ahead and sum up what happened in the last uh, scene here because they're like, yay, we got everybody back. Or he's yeah, back. They, they come know, back. After uh, being regurgitated. And, and then they're like, ah, <laughs> 24 hours. now you've got three more foundlings. Yeah, right? Yeah, and uh, why the fuck did they call those things foundlings? They're, that looks like food, I, lunch, I, breakfast, lunch, and dinner I to think me. it was more like uh, a, a somewhat of a joke, right? Like these are going to be like, you know, they used to ride the mythosaur. Well, here's yeah. these three baby pterodactyls that we're going to make into pets. Uh, so now they've gone anime they're raising chocobos yes um, they're raising gigantic so chocobos. later yeah <laughs> and I, I mean again another thing that never comes up for the rest of the and not that it could right it's not like they're going to grow within a couple days I've, but like it's just i don't know unless it pops up in season four yeah uh it's just a throwaway little ending scene so this yes, whole episode master. was super quick and i feel like the only purpose it served was two things mm-hmm. one to get some background on grogu when he was fleeing the which was Jedi cool. temple which, which was, was really cool. cool and then two to connect in a way and stop having it be so much butting of heads between uh din Djarin and paz Vizsla because that comes up and becomes relevant in later episodes too so it managed to do that well i guess three things do that and then give some more of a a connection for uh, Bo-Katan to mm-hmm. the, the, the Death Watch, the Night's Watch, whatever they're called, uh, this this faction and being able to see them training like Mandalorians where she's starting to foster more of a respect for their culture, yeah. their society. 
Yeah, so she's she's being uh, rolled into the fold with them. Yeah, and then uh, being, you know, being more groomed to be a leader of all Mandalorians, which has more of a, a, a premise for it later on. And which, in the battle, okay. you see that she loses one of her shoulder pauldrons when she gets swatted around by the um, yeah, that's the, the final scene, the bird lizard. And then yeah, here in the uh, the armor is like, hey, you need a replacement? I'll patch you right up. And she's like, sure, cool, thank you. But she wants and, the mythosaur. Yeah, yeah, what and she then, saw. And then after seeing the mythosaur in real life, she's like, can I get both? Can I have the owl on one pauldron and the mythosaur on the, the other? The mythosaur belongs to all Mandalorians. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's like, I saw a real one. And then, uh, yeah, the armorer kind of uh, dismisses it a little bit. She's yeah. like, oh, well, that's good for you. Yeah, good. good. You had a vision. Hmm. Yeah, 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 good for you. Your You're lucky. Quest? She's like, no, no, no. I saw a real one. How much one. ayahuasca did you have? <laughs> <laughs> Stay, lay off the death sticks, will you? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, she says that she sees the mythosaur. Yeah, so she says she sees a real one when she rescued um, Din Djarin, and she's like, hmm, okay. Uh, apparently, she believes her um, because now, uh, well, I don't know. We don't know if she believes her just yet. It but seems. She's like, it seems like it. Okay. She just is like staring at her and, and pauses for the armor. After she's like, oh, yeah, that, that, that we have visions. These are important. And then she's like, no, I like for real, I saw one. Yeah. Legit yeah. on Mandalore. And she's like, just her response is paused. And then this is the way. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's, yeah. That's, I, that's I feel like when they it. run out of dialogue, they're just like, yeah, just, just say, add a couple of this, this is, is the, the way. ways in between like some of the <laughs> characters talking. I got to take a shit. This yeah. is the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way. Um, I got no, some itching and redness right down here. Uh, uh, this is the way. Um, but anyway. It's uh, a super short episode. And yeah. it, it, it somewhat has some purpose to it. Certainly a fuckload more than the goddamn last episode. That was a just garbage filler episode. But sure, I don't know. Sure. This, this is really panning out so far, I would say, to be the weakest season yet mm-hmm. we'll start wrapping it up here soon but go ahead and give your yeah, rating I'm, I'm out of lightsabers to, i'm gonna have to say three okay so oh, you it, can barely hear that for, all right for, can't do both it's it's definitely just a three for me because there's it's a super short episode it feels like a mm-hmm. filler you get a couple fun action but i kind of don't care about it it's sure it's, sure it's not something that i'm like yeah this was a good episode it's just i it's better than the last one, but you know the last one for me was like a negative one lightsaber, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and and this one is it's just a three. It's it's just barely moving the plot along. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give it two lightsabers, um, just because, again, it's it, it's by far the shortest episode that we've seen. Yeah, um, something like and uh, yeah, it's really short, but uh, yeah, 27 minutes. It's cool that Carl Weathers directed it. Um, but the most interesting thing that happened in the episode was, in my opinion, the flashback with Grogu when he's uh, leaving the... Uh, they're trying to evacuate him out of the Jedi Temple. But why is he so important that the Jedi... You know, dozens of Jedi are sacrificing themselves to get him out. Um, I know... We know that he's the same species as Yoda and Yaddle. Um, everybody forgets Yaddle. I'll tweet out a picture of her, too. For those that she don't just know. looks like the fucking uh, uh, but, transsexual gremlin <laughs> from Gremlins 2. That's what she just fucking looks like to me. So you know what Yada looks like? Yeah, she just looks like that to me. Okay, just so someone's got some toned down version of someone's that. got some Yaddle deep fakes on his uh, <laughs> computer at home. I'm just saying, um, she just looks like the Gremlins, to, the female uh, transsexual Gremlins 2 character. Okay, That's so you all. have a uh, you have an AI generated nude. Uh, I have AI generated Yaddle um, porn. 
making out yeah. with Yaddle uh, you know um, that you told an AI of bot course. to generate yeah. for you. With the Gremlins okay. 2 okay. character. You heard it here go. first, uh, loyal I mean, listeners. It's a new... Ve- do you like... <laughs> would you rather watch that or more of this, like, stepbrother, <laughs> stepsister porn? Like, yeah, that yeah. Stuff? No, thanks. Anyway. We're taking um, a hard left at the end here. <laughs> Blame you. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. Yeah, so overall... Um, so you give it a two. I, I give it a two, yeah, mostly because, like I said, the um, um, the interesting part was the little flashback that yeah. lasts for, you know, five minutes out of the 27-minute runtime, And you could see that... Uh, this is an episode where they're like, hmm, we're hinting at something bigger that's happening with Bo-Katan here because yes. uh, the previous episode, they're like, hey, you're one of us now. They just come out and say it, um, you know, welcome to the team. She gets yeah. all the Atta girls yeah. Yeah. and pats on the back um, by the rest of the um, the, the covert. Then uh, now they're like, okay, well, guess what? You get to lead the hunting party since you know where this thing flew off to yeah. and you were the only one that had any sense to get in a ship and fly after it instead of you know just your jetpack but whatever i think the jetpacks uh uh were got shortchanged here a little, a little bit. bit um compared to what they do later in the series yeah but we'll spoiler, get into it spoiler yeah. alert um there but anyway um i've been luca your host um with me the uh my lovely assistant aj <sighs> um as a co-host yes um, always happy to be here we didn't sub in a third this time around we did it matters that's yeah no it doesn't care i, I, I don't i don't care <laughs> but I, also i love being here with you my, Hold my hand oh, this is how we're gonna end the video <laughs> um never trust someone with soft hands okay and you it's, have the softest hands. it's a sign of an idle life you have the softest take yours hands. for example mine aren't soft yours are the softest hands of any man that i've ever sh- you know shook their hand before touch a lot of man's hands do you i mean i've sh- i've shook a lot of people's hands in my life yeah okay but uh i've noticed that my sign off here is kind of like uh the jeselnik and rosenthal vanity project where uh, anthony jeselnik or some well yeah mostly him and his friend greg rosenthal his best friend from college uh they have like these outros recorded by uh, uh greg's children um or uh greg's mother Okay. Uh, where they're like, he, Anthony will say something like, Debbie, get us out of here. And then they'll play, <laughs> Whoa, Nelly Furtado. And uh, something his, obnoxious. And Greg's that's mother's. That's what your outro is. is yeah. the most obnoxious, like cranked to 11 volume fucking outro. I'll turn it down. But no, it's, it's got to uh, be to 11. It's either him or his kid um, saying, Whoa, Nelly Furtado. That's a <laughs> spicy meatball. <laughs> um, so listen to the Anthony, the, the Jeselnik and Rosenthal Vanity Project if you haven't already. There you go. Uh, they're on YouTube and they're on uh, Spotify. So shout out to them. It's a great <laughs> podcast. But uh, Chewy, get us out of here. <laughs> Fucking outro. <laughs> you Please so enjoy. Proud of this too. I took the time Louder. to record the sounds. So Louder. well, if you keep talking, Louder. I have to turn it down so people can hear your ass. Um, anyway. Thank you for joining us. Yes, yes. Uh, send us an email, Star Wars Rewatch Podcast at Gmail, and tweet at us at uh, uh, at SW Rewatch Pod on Twitter. Bye, everybody. Bye.